What's up everybody, Clint Esposito here with the Clint Esposito Show and the Two Wheels to Freedom podcast. Today we talk to two riders about the motocross peg grinds. We have Jesse Marriott and Keith Yost, two of the guys that are currently working on progressing motocross peg grinds on their dirt bikes. We do get a little bit technical in this because... Uh, it's been a long time, but I also did peg grinds, so I think there was just a lot of questions from everybody about um, how they built their pegs, where they mount, and stuff like that. So if you're interested in uh, just seeing some cool peg grinds, hearing how everybody got into it, and some little bit of technical stuff as far as what makes grinds easier or harder, then please give this thing a listen. Hope you enjoy. We are here with uh, Jesse Marriott. That's how you say it, right? Like the hotel. Yep, yeah, that was good. <laughs> and Keith Yost. Yeah. Got How's both of them right. Um, so uh, I started getting messages basically like about peg grinds just because I'd done it a long time ago. So then I started. Uh, you know, watching the videos, and these two, or uh, I know Keith for sure was messaging me a bunch, sending me like videos of him doing it, which I like it anytime anybody's trying to, you know, do something different, and of course I kind of uh, have a special place in my heart for that, because that's what, it was basically like, to get on that show M80, they were like, you got to do something nobody's done, so... Uh, that was actually, I didn't even come up with it. My camera guy did because he was a BMX guy that lived in, he was from Jersey, lived in Philly. Uh, that's why we went to Philly to film the one peg grind thing because he knew all the spots there. Uh, but he's the one that came up with it. He was like, let's do pegs, dude. And I was like, what? I don't know. <laughs> so, um, so we were looking at, or, uh, yeah, so how are you guys? Where you, Keith, you're in California now? Yeah, I'm in, I'm in the uh, Joshua Tree area in, in Southern California. Nice. Well, are you originally from Pennsylvania? No, that's, that would be Jesse. Oh, okay. Yep, yep. So I'm actually, um, I'm originally from Idaho. I grew up there. Wow. And I moved to the East Coast in high school because my dad got a job out here, moved to Virginia, and then now we're in Pennsylvania. Nice. Did he just transfer or something? No. So he actually, um, he, got a, he had his own business in Idaho and that kind of went under. Um, and then he's an engineer. So he actually wound up getting a job for NASA, um, which is why we moved across the whole country. Got it. Yeah. I guess and that's a fair enough reason. Good. NASA job is a fair enough reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty gnarly though. Moving, moving all the way across the country. Um, so cool. Do you guys both manufacture your own pegs? Uh, yes, I do. Yep. Yeah, okay. I make them too. I fabricated all of them. Awesome. Um, yeah, my, mine, mine were actually inspired um, by by yours, Clint. Um, the the ones that you, I think they were yours and Brody Brody Wilson's um, that somebody had posted on um, Freestyle MTX like way back in the day. Yep. And that's basically what I kind of modeled my undermount design after was those undermount ones that you had. Cool. Yeah. And the whole, uh, which I'm sure, you know, the whole uh, point of that was just to bring 
my grind surface, instead of being out, you know, like on the outside of your fork, now you've brought your, your grind like place in probably four or five inches, which now gives you, you don't have to like wrench it up over top of the uh, bar quite as much. The original ones I had did just slide through the axle. And then, so it was just flush on the outside. So you had to lean in so hard to get that thing to lock onto the rail because it just wanted to fight you off immediately. So that's actually the, the same style I have right now. The Husqvarna axles are hollow. And so it's just through bolted. Okay. Into the axle. Yep. And it's spaced off, like you said, like five inches off of the hub. Yeah. And you really have to lean over the rail so it doesn't, so you don't fall off of it. If you watch, and if we go and watch it, the um, clip from M80, you can see I face plant over the high side because uh, just because of that, I was leaning in, like messing with how hard to lean in. And I literally had to jump into it and like throw myself forward and uh hook my um number plate like with my right foot to get that thing leaned over enough well yeah and you guys both grind on the left side right yeah i do yeah yeah so i'm on the right I, yeah i i learned on, on on a bmx bike and that was the side i felt comfortable on and doing the other side it's just i don't think it's really a, a go for me <laughs> are you you're opposite of the brake though so to go under is not as hard. We're on the left side. So in the front, you got to go down all the way underneath the caliper. So yep. it's actually quite a big drop from where your axle is to where the um, the peg kind of ends up being. What, what I ended up doing in my case was I just, I took the brake, front brake um, caliper off and the disc and I'm just running it no with no front brake. Dude, you which, should... which can can get it really you can get it really really you, you you can actually get it right the peg right to the tire both sides of the tire if you want and i tried it that way but it slows you way down too much try flipping your wheel around and mounting your stuff on the other side you know, I, <laughs> I actually after after i had messed with it i even I, your I forks about doing that. the whole fork backwards and you would just have your brake on the front instead of the back <laughs> that may no, work I don't, I don't think that would I don't think that would work because then the, the, the actual front of the fork that's supposed to stick out would be sticking backwards like a like a old three-wheeler. Yeah, it would mess up your uh, your rake and your trail and stuff. That'd be oh, interesting, yeah. though. Oh, because of the way the clevis at the bottom of the uh, yeah. fork is mm -hmm. offset. Hmm. Damn. Yeah, so when I, first <laughs> made my, uh, when I first made my pegs, I had never done a grind on a BMX bike or anything. And the whole reason I put them on the right side of the bike was because there was no front brake on that side. And because the sprocket is on the left and the sprocket, sprocket is a lot bigger than the right. um, brake disc. So it's just easier for me to make a guard for the right side of the bike. That makes also sense. On the, the, also on the, the sprocket side, if, if, you, if you get behind your bike and look at it, the sprocket is um, it's spaced way further off than the um the brake is because the brake can be tucked under because you don't have to have the chain going past the tire so it it, it adds a whole another element on the right hand side trying to get around the um the uh sprocket and chain and the whole whole deal there yeah yes yeah, so if you tried to mount straight to the axle on the left side it would be even further potentially further away um, um or 
No, well, it's partly the the um the, the guard that hangs down. Yeah. Um, you that can't angle it in as much. Out. Right. Right. Yeah. But otherwise, you're still right on the swing arm. So. Um. So I was asking him, but I had looked at the video, which we can pull that up now. The uh, video of um, let me find the right web page. The video of uh, your pegs is a uh, grind oh, pegs. Okay. How they work? Um. Yeah. Is that the first one? No. There you go. The third one. Yeah, so we'll look at this because I did have some questions. All right. Are you guys got it pulled up? I'm just ready. Yep, I've again. got it. All right. Well, I, I've edited that thing so much I know it by heart. Okay. <laughs> nice. All right. Five, four, three, two, one. Remove nut. Thread on inner peg. Torque to spec. Are you voicing Slide it? Slide on outer peg. Stops no. against core <laughs> to keep from spinning. Now tighten set screws. Flip axle around. Repeat process. I like you made it with it's all Japanese um, the brake on still. And right. Well, that's that's because they're like like production pegs peg to sell. Guard protects sprockets and chain. Front peg guard protects fork, brake and rotor. Now let's grind some rails. So have you? Um, Ever bent any uh, axles? That was my question. Are you, are you talking to me or Jesse? Uh, to you. Because of the way okay. it threads on to the end. Right. I know that we had done... Um, maybe the very first ones threaded somehow, and I'd had the bike for literally, like, I'd rode it for, like, 10 minutes, and I bent the axle on it, so I had to get a new axle. Now, did, did you bend it hitting the rail, or did you bend it hitting the ground? Um, I think probably bent it hitting one of the uprights under the rail. Oh, that'll do it. Jesse, Jesse well, both of us actually have something for the rear peg that, yep. um, that, will, that will stop that from happening. But for, back to the, the question of just bending them, um, that style that I have there, I tested it, and I slammed it on the rail pretty hard. Sorry. And I don't think they're going to bend. I mean, it's possible. Mount, I mean, anytime you mount something straight to an axle like that, it's possible it can bend. Um, I think if it's going to bend, it's going to bend from hitting the upright. Or if you're on really hard packed ground or say you're on pavement or asphalt or something um, and the bike hits the ground and the pig hits, hits the asphalt or the concrete or really hard ground. I, if possible, the front might bend. The rear axle, I don't think that's going to bend. And um, depending on if you have a Honda or any of the other Japanese bikes, the Honda uses the axle size, the inner diameter, or the, like, the main axle, is pretty much the same as all the rest of the bikes. But the threads on, on the Honda, they go with, um, with a, a 16 millimeter thread for the nut. And then all the rest of the Japanese bikes use um, uh, an 18 millimeter. So there is actually different inner pegs for that from that video, um, depending on if you have a Honda or the other bikes. And I haven't tested on a Honda. Um, I mean, it's possible. Anything's possible that, you know, you could bend it. Yeah. I guess that's part of the whole deal. 
It's true. I mean, that's how dirt bikes work anyway, isn't it? Once you get it out right. of there. So yeah, <laughs> like, like the whole thing is they're, they're not set up to me to be, have pegs made for them. Right. So trying to make some, and then trying to make something that's universal, which I've thought about for a long time. Um, that, and then I do have another way of a, a different version that I'm, that I'm, I'm going over and kind of doing prototypes of, but trying to get something that's universal that will fit on all the bikes. It won't fit the, the KTM, the Husqvarna, Gas Gas, because they have a different type of um, front axle where the um, they have like a bolt that goes in. Um, mm-hmm. And then the rear, uh, I'm not real sure about the rear, but um, so they they will fit all, all, all of the Japanese bikes if, if someone wants to buy those sets of pegs like that. There you go. See, that's but, what we're doing. You do have the, the risk of bending your axles. That's that's part of that's part of it. Yeah, part of the disclaimer there. I don't remember exactly yeah. how we had it mounted, or even how I bent it. To be quite honest with you, because it's been a while now. But it was so it wasn't hitting it upright because this is the original time we did it, where I just had a um, piece of like cast iron, like four in- or five inch cast iron pipe, just laid on a pile of dirt. So that we could just see even if it was feasible. So we actually, the original ones was just a big plate of metal on the side and a um, tube welded to that on the outside and then just threaded rod that went through my axle and just a big nut on the other side. So I've it, seen so pictures it, of those. It, those pegs were super gnarly looking. Dude, it was so heavy. So, <laughs> so yours, yours actually bent the axle, not just the board. Well, so the it. back one... Oh, no, now that I'm thinking about it. So the back one, somehow, I think it was the back uh, axle that I bent. Because that one went through it. But the back one, originally, it went around the swing arm, I want to say. Oh. And I don't remember how the axle was in there. But, um, yeah, it bent the... I say it in that video, like because I literally... What, like went over the thing like three times and bent the axle immediately and we went back to the shop <laughs> and then we just welded one to go straight through the whole thing again and threw mm-hmm. that on and went back out and tried it some more so we can uh look at that one real quick if you want keith i was telling him i got the best of m80 thing pulled up but i'm all the way at four minutes and 48 se- uh, 47 seconds because that's basically where and that, that's on your YouTube page? Um, no, that's out of the links that you guys sent me. On the... Yeah, it was one of the ones that I sent. Oh, uh, yeah, on Instagram. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Alright. <clears throat> well, you'll be able to hear that was actually the one I That was actually the one I tried watching, and it froze on me every time I tried watching it. You know what? It was freezing on me a little bit before, too, so I guess we're going to see if it's going to play right now. Um, all right, three, two, it's a what I didn't hit play yet. Go ahead, Keith. What were you gonna say? The timing was what again? Oh, four minutes and 47 seconds. Okay, got it. And Clint, I have mine muted so we just hear your audio. Okay, right. All right, same here. Three, two, one. I got the idea for the rail just from riding with BMX friends. I want to take freestyle and make it more technical and have two sides to it.
My ramp was way too steep as well. <laughs> I also had that problem with the first and, uh, ramp that I made. People will bring in more obstacles. For Lou. Things like spines and all right. wall rides and all kinds of crazy stuff coming out now for sure. And then it just stopped. Isn't that weird? That there was so much progression in like in courses and stuff right off of the bat. And then basically because right. of budgets, I guess, it just like shrunk down to just being like a ramp and a landing. And mm -hmm. then now it's oh. like slowly building itself back up where like you have other contests with bigger courses and stuff. That's one of the questions that I had was um, I, I back yeah, in that time, I, I don't even yeah. know what year that was, like 05 or something. Probably something around there. Okay, so when once they started getting like those fun boxes that that like that was in that video, mm -hmm. um, I I thought that the next progression was gonna be okay. You already got the fun box there. You just need to throw a rail on the edge of it or something that you can slide on, and you can grind that thing. And that, it just never happened. And those fun boxes went away. And then the the actual wall rides like for for X Games came out. I remember Travis Pastrana like. I don't know what that was, 2010 through like 15, somewhere around there. They had like like the straight wall rides. And then they would and judge those, it as well they, as part of your like course then, score. Right. And then those those just went away, basically, other than at, at the, the, the uh, what is it, the Red Bull, that Red Bull contest? I think yeah. there's one there. That's the last one I've seen. Um, so, I, and I. My, oh, yeah, imagination. Was, I don't. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know why the grinding never caught on. Um, because I think that my, th my theory is just that you would have to run double pegs just so that it's not um, awkward, I think. I don't know. I never jumped with mine. I, was, I, I think it's just the fear of like having something extra on your bike or like, I guess yours are regular axles at least. That's I had made axles and I'm like, do I trust this metal that I got here? I don't know that I Those trust. Actually, like land from a freestyle jump. Yeah, exactly. On the homemade axle. Exactly. I'm like, eh, I don't. Oh think yeah, I'm I, do I don't. That. I don't think I would trust that. Well, on on an actual on a full on axle that you made yourself. No, I wouldn't yeah, trust that. Yeah, exactly. That's mm -hmm. why I never even but jumped around. As for having them on both sides, I mean, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I mean, now the the first pegs that um, that Todd Potter and and Mike Mesker had those things were yeah. so heavy that I I mean you would I I don't know how much those things weighed probably like like five or six pounds each for each peg um, those you might have a weight problem if you had them just on one side but I mean kind of like like on, on BMX most guys well I don't know nowadays but most guys used to just ride with one side that they would grind on and I mean it it, it seemed to, it seems to be fine when I ride my bike I may haven't jumped any huge gaps or anything not that i really do but it i didn't really notice any difference in the air from the weight minor the ones that i ride with the undermount pigs mm -hmm. i think i weighed both of them and both of them together were like two and a half pounds oh wow mine are like seven pounds together oh wow both of them yeah so like almost twice as much or a little more than twice as much but the biggest jumps that i've done with the pegs still mounted to the bike is like 40, 50 feet. Wow. And I wasn't trying to do any crazy tricks with the pegs on there, but I didn't really notice a huge 
difference. Maybe if you're throwing like trying to throw big whips with the pegs on there, then you would notice. Right. Well, that that might be a problem trying to like going when you're going off going off a ramp. Like maybe having them having them clip the edge of the ramp when you're when you're whipping off of it or something. <clears throat> that too. I'm showing everybody the original Todd Potter, or this is on Metz's bike. But yeah, they're fully flush mount on the outside. There's bolts on to the, um, oh, yeah, they do have double side. And they uh, hook to the pinch bolts on the forks. Oh, yeah, it has that little um, connecting bracket thing on the top. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, that's right at the uh, the beginning of the group chat, right? Yep, exactly. It's the first, very first thing. And that Keith shared. Yeah, I'd never seen I, this. I was actually... I was actually trying to figure out um, those pegs that he has on there. They almost look like they were they were some type of pegs from like a Bicycle I don't know from like a BMX bike or something because they have that grip on the outside. Yeah, I couldn't really figure out what what they were. I mean, being that thick and that diameter, I don't know. Or, or they press those in it. I don't know. They... Oh, that little bit of knurling right on that. Yeah. yeah, I see that. I didn't even notice that before. They um, had some fat pegs back in the day, didn't they? Maybe that's just some fat dirt bike pegs or bicycle pegs. Did he, he has a regular tire on there? Is that like a, that one picture of the rear tire almost looks like what you got, Keith. You have like a um, trials tire. Yeah, they're they're like they're they're trial style. They're not really trials tires. They're they're actually like dual sport tires. But yeah, I I, I think he's got a regular tire on. Yeah, it does. On, that one picture just looks kind of weird. That's all. Yeah, that's cool. I didn't um, actually. I'm not even sure I have that many pictures. I I think I still have my pegs somewhere. To be honest with you, I don't even know. They're probably in a trailer at my parents' house. <laughs> but that um, the the one video that you just showed of the um, the one the one where you you were going off that ramp in the rain that was that was that was pretty good. Trying to do that in the rain, the ramp sliding. <laughs> so I was telling him. So the whole that was pretty awesome. <laughs> I appreciate that. So that's uh, I was telling him the story about that before we started recording. To do it for the show M80, they were like, you have to do it, but then you have to go to uh, actual existing handrail, so it's considered the first one. Because I think in the in we were dealing with Adam Barker for the show M80, and he was like, yeah, no one's done it. So he didn't even know, I think, until we started filming the segment and talking about it. And then he's like, oh, Potter and Metz did it a couple of years ago. So he goes, in order for it to be considered the first one, you're going to have to go and do an existing rail. It can't be like a rail made for this. So our whole thing was to practice enough, film practicing enough that we could go someplace and do it, which, like I said, my friend, uh, the camera, my editor, camera guy slash editor, uh, lived right by right up here. And he was a BMX guy, moved down to Philadelphia. And uh, he had known about that park. Well, then we were going to go later on and, you know, at like 11 o'clock or something. Well, it ends up raining that night when he's like out here to do it. 
So if you look at the video of the original one, there's like red, I guess I can find it, but there's red all over my, uh, my pipe. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, um, sweatshirts wrapped around my exhaust to try and keep my bike quiet. Uh, on October 26th, oh. Yulti. And I even put something at the end. Of course, it's going to... No, it didn't freeze. I put something at the end. I took like a Gatorade bottle uh, and put it on there and like drilled holes, had foam in it and drilled holes. And then, you know, to make like, to kind of muffle it down. You mean, you mean put it in, in the actual exhaust? On, around the outside of the exhaust. Oh. And then like zip tied oh. it on just like, like a spark arrestor or something. I was picturing it just sticking off the end of the exhaust. Well, like it kind of was. Bomb. It was just like over the end of it. So like it did stick off it, off of the back, but it was like a, around it and I just zip tied it. But yeah, there's a big, uh, you know, just a hoodie or, you know, zip tied around my, uh, my pipe just to try and quiet it down a little bit. Luckily, I'm sure that the rain helped, you know, because that yeah. didn't sound a bunch. So I'm sure that... Well, that that, sh that sure didn't help out your ramp any. No, that did not help out the ramp. And the ramp was so light, and it was, like, real steep. And every time I hit it, it's, like, bucking itself up or, like, sliding. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> this is terrible. I'm, I'm looking at it again, and your ramp is literally, like, maybe five inches shorter than the actual rail. Yeah, we didn't know what we what it was gonna be. <laughs> we were guessing how tall it was, so it was like I had to gap up to it. Couple and now I got the video paused. I can see that gigantic red. Yeah, that's what I have. Just right where your exhaust is. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. And it's like I wore pants, like jeans, like we were gonna look less suspicious or something. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to blend in with all the other people that were in that park at the time. Exactly. <laughs> so then, did, did you try it those two times that were two or three times that were on the video, and then you're like, forget this. Um, I mean, I did ride the whole thing. Um, yeah, the the last clip in this video, you made it. Yeah, and whether no, it, I, I I didn't I didn't get that one on mine. Yeah, whether it was uh, in between, like it may have been on my caliper. To be quite honest with you, I almost think I jumped up and yeah. missed it with my peg and hit it with my wheel and was like on the caliper as I like mm -hmm. grinded it. But I, I've, I've, I've done that a few times. Yep. The original, uh, the video that Colby and I did, um, the pegs I had at that time, there was nothing to stop them from rotating in the axle. So I rewatched the video recently and I noticed there's a handful of times where the guard had rotated out of the way and we were grinding straight on the brake disc. Nice. <laughs> as long as you don't slam it real hard, I guess you're all right. Yeah, it didn't like ruin the brake disc. I checked later. I remember I checked it after um, we were done and it wasn't bent or anything, which was pretty crazy. Nice. Um, all right, I'm going to pull up uh, the... Moto Peg Grind, what is it? Yes, Motocross Motor Peg Grinds. Sorry. And I'm just at the beginning of this one. Let me get it up on the screen for everybody. All right, you guys ready? Yep. All right, three, two, one. 
That's how you open a beer. <laughs> With the grinder. <laughs> It's so sick to see him just like welding outside to get those things made. Yeah. This is California, probably. Uh, no, I, I think it's a different country. Oh, that's not. Oh, yeah. I thought it was one of you guys, to be quite honest with you. No. No, this is uh, G- Giel Martin. Oh. Awesome. And, uh,. He hits a little feeble and a little Smith on the box. So, have you guys have built boxes, right? Oh, mine's mine's not really a box. It's it's one of my existing rails. So it's the 40, 45 foot rail I did, and then I broke it down smaller. And then I welded a ledge on it and put like a two by twelve or something on it. And we'll we'll see that later. It didn't really, didn't didn't really go so well. So here was my thought. If you were going to do that, I would like maybe have it like that so that it's not like a f- totally flat so that it's like a little bit cupped. Do you think that that would help? Well, that- yeah. So when, when, when we get to my video, you can see the way that I, I actually built it was um, that long rail that I had. I had two rail, two rails side by side, and they're at a slight angle. They puts the center of gravity kind of, you know, you and the bike. Um, lean to where you need to be mm-hmm. and then when I put the ledge on it um, I don't know how far down I went maybe like about an inch and a half or two inches so the ledge goes lower than the rail so there's a little bit of a lip and the reason I did that was for doing feebles so that when the rear peg is um, is slid over because I, I used to do feebles a lot um, on BMX and you you would basically the way the bike the angle of the bike is or the well yeah the rear um, the corner of the, the end of the peg actually is what drags on the ledge, which isn't going to work so good on wood. Right. So that was how I got around, um, not dragging into the wood. Got it. Um, and then also I, I have a plan for doing, um, for doing Smiths on it. So the rear wheel, um, that's why I had the, the step down. So the rear wheel catches on the, um, on that little lip between the, the wood and the rail and then. You should be able to feeble the whole thing. I mean, Smith grind the whole thing. I'm not that versed in grinds. What's a okay? So, so feeble. Um, so what? What, what a feeble is? Do you is want me to pull your tire. video up? Yeah, go for it. Will this help explain it for us? Um, yeah, and I think yeah, you. Will, yeah. I think you got me beat now because I think my rail was forty. So you're now world champion. Hold on. Let me make sure it's up. For the people, it's not. All right. I'm going to start back at the beginning. I forgot the countdown for you guys. Damn it. All right. Three, two, one. Of course, didn't play that time. You guys both have me beat on the length of the rail. I'm still at the longest I've done right now is 30 feet. You're in the game. I'll be. You'll be surpassing me soon. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably never doing it again. So you got me. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, it's interesting. Earlier, we were talking about the undermount pegs versus the pegs like I had mounted straight on the axle. Um, I just recently bought a 110 and made some pegs for that. And I had to do it undermount for that. Otherwise, the rail would hit the frame in the middle. Oh, yeah. Just um, to raise the bike up enough or like put bump yeah, it to, off to enough. Undermount just to lift the bike up more. Yeah. Um, and it seems way easier having it closer to the hub. Even just, I can notice it on the 110. Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to try out some undermount pegs on the, um, on the 250. Well, if you're doing 30 feet with them all the way to the outside like that, like once you move them in that couple of inches, dude, like mm -hmm. it's going to be a huge difference because yeah, you're so far over that the thing immediately wants to rip the bars out of your hand and turn off it. Right. Yep. Yeah, Unless the, you're like locked in and like, <laughs> I feel like maybe even keeping the back the same and just doing an undermount peg on the front would help. A yeah, lot. you're yeah, because the front's the the biggest pain. But in any event, the further closer you can get, the more you're actually like closer to like riding on it versus like trying to fight your way right. over top of the balance point. Mm -hmm. So if you and then I. And then I, I don't I don't know about Jesse the way he the way he approaches coming up jumping onto a rail the way I do it the way I did it on a BMX bike I don't know if this is the right way or the wrong way but um, I would always jump up make sure the pegs are, make sure you get high enough obviously so you don't clip the pegs um, and then I would slam as I would slam the tires into the rail and then drop down onto the pegs and I'm doing that the same way um, on my dirt bike and if you do that and you have your peg you have like um, the down brace that hangs down or guard or whatever, um, you, you hit that and then it pushes you off sideways, um, mm. for, for pegs that are mounted straight out of the axle. And it, it becomes just like a whole harder thing versus when it's undermount and it's closer to the bike, you can jump, hit the tires on it, come down and you basically hit right on the pegs and you're, you're, you're pretty, you're pretty balanced for the most part. Yours, I was just thinking about the way that your braces are on an angle like that, which if you're hitting the tire, right, and sliding down, it almost wants to kick you into the position of grinding on its own. Does that make sense? Well, because it's well, walking what, you what out. What it wants to do, so um, basically the, the more straight up and down you can make the brace, the better. Um, and because what I did for my, my first pegs, I had the ver I had it go vertical for probably like four four inches or so, and then once it got um, to the sprocket, um, I had it I had it shoot towards the tire at a forty five degree angle, and it was really frustrating and trying to do it because I would jump like I said with the tires the tires would hit the edge of the rail you would come down and the rear it, it was mostly the rear because it was more severe on the rear um, I, it would hit that forty five degree angle. And then it would just shoot the back of the bike right off the rail. Uh, so you you thought you did it perfect, and then the right when you hit the re the the rear just slides right off. So yeah. that's not the way that's not the way to, to design it. Definitely. Yeah, definitely the uh, the mellow the mellow or the angle you can get, the or the closer to ninety you can get the better. Yeah, that's why I wound up making my the hub guards super duper long, like they're almost at the rim on my bike. Okay. The hub the hub guard goes almost all the way down to where the rim is at. Got it. Just so that it can be closer to ninety degrees. 
And you can hit it and just slide on that. Well, interesting. I grind, I get on the rail a lot differently than Keith does from what he's saying. I try to get the peg on the rail first and then it'll slide and lock in. That's, so I, when I, hit, I would say because of the way my guards were on both of them, I definitely tried to land on the pegs because, which I did grind a little bit on bicycles just to learn to do the, for this, just, you know, just for this. Um, so I, I don't think I was that obviously that good at grinding in the first place, you know, so I, I didn't have that thought. Although the time, like that's what I was saying what happened in Philadelphia where I was jumping cause the thing was so steep. And like you said, the rail was higher. So I kind of had to pop up onto it which is how I got in between my guard and my uh, wheel because I jumped up over it. But normally I would say I try, I was trying to place my, you know, pegs on the rail itself. Again, I don't know that that's right or wrong. I'm sure somebody's way better at grinding than we are, not necessarily on dirt bikes, but on something. Speaking of that, I have one of the pigs right here that's actually from the How It um, How It Works video we watched. Yeah. Um, the weight right here, the, the sprocket, so the sprocket would come down right here. And um, this angle is what, was, was what we were talking about. The more you can get this straight up and down, the better. Yeah. But you also want it to angle in towards the tire. So the sprocket um, on a, a 52 tooth, this will fit a 52 tooth, goes right here. Um, and what what ends up happening a lot of the times um because like how i said that i i jump and hit the tires against the rail the the rail will come down and it'll hit right here and yeah. sometimes i'll grind right on this section right here so it's kind of almost like like a sprocket grind you're grinding right here like there's um in the one video the 45 foot rail there's actually one part where i went halfway down the rail right up underneath the the sprocket right here and yeah. then it um it dropped down onto the peg but i it was thought the, it was your wheel was on at first but now that you say oh, we, you did maybe, that too maybe I, yeah maybe, maybe i was watching the wrong video did, did you what the one we were supposed to watch was the 40 the 45 foot one yeah or did no, i watch the wrong one no you're oh, okay. you're probably right i'm saying that when i saw it i was like it looked weird but i thought your tire was on it i didn't honestly no, watch actually, it close enough to realize that you were on yeah that yeah thing. There, there, there. It's, it's, it's one of the ones where the camera's from behind, and you see I go like halfway down the rail, and then you, you see a drop down, and that first section was actually grinding right on, right on the underside there. And there was another video where you actually did get the tire on the rail, right? Didn't you do a? Oh yeah, that was that was, that was Yeah, that was doing the Smith, which is the rear tire on the rail or a box. In my case, it was on the rail. And then the front peg on. Trying to find. So it's like you may have been, you may have actually seen the tire go on there because he did yeah. do that in the video. Oh yeah, that was yeah, that's from a different video though. Um, I got one pulled up. Trying to see, if we can see your thing. Your. Oh, I just see. I just saw the uh, the clip where you were saying it locked in underneath the sprocket. Yeah. From like half the rail, it's about halfway through the video. Now that was actually the very first time that I completed that whole rail, and that it, that took probably it probably took about 
a hundred tries before I got all the way down that thing. That's, I think it's super gnarly. You went for that 45 foot one first, right? Yeah, that was that. Well, actually what I did was the very first one that I, that I made was a section of that. And it it was only maybe like 20 feet when I first started doing it. Oh. And actually the way that I, um, this, this is where one of your videos comes in. Um, I had built it and it was, it was during the summer. It was super hot here mm -hmm. and I was out there sweating. And so I, I, I built the ramp, which was in that video we just watched. Um, I had the ramp, I had the rail and it's got it at that point, it just had like a little kink kind of like at the end of the rail it was a kink at the beginning that went down. It didn't go all the way to the ground, like a rainbow type style thing. And I rode up to it and I was like, I kind of chickened out and I was like, this looks kind of scary. So after after thinking about it, I'm like, man, I don't know if I want to do this. What I ended up doing was making, I built an extension on the ramp that made, that was like a, it was kind of like, I don't know what you call it, some type of like a roll-in that went up and it went all the way to the same level as the ramp. Kind of like how, 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 how Mike Metzger did his, where he, he rode onto it from like a, like a dirt platform. Uh -huh. So I was like, I'll just try it like that. So I made this, um, this like, like an extension to the ramp that went up to the edge of the rail. And I tried to ride the very first time I rode onto it, like in first gear, slow as can be. I was like, I'm just going to drop the front, the front peg on it and, you know, see what happens. It's probably just going to stay there and then I'll slide. I dropped it on and it immediately shot off to the side. And I was like, Whoa, this is, this is kind of scary. I did it a couple more times and I'm like, Oh man, I don't know if I can do this. And I went back in my house. I watched Jesse's videos and I was like, man, if Jesse can do it. I was like, I was like, <laughs> I can do it. So and then I, I pulled that thing off. And what I actually did was I built, I built a lower box that made it um, to where it would like the pegs were almost the same level as the, uh, as the rail. So I could ride up the ramp onto the flat box and then rode onto the rail. So it wasn't like a severe drop down. And that's actually how I ended up grinding first was I went across that short section, did it a few times, and then I just kept hitting it faster and faster until I, I eventually was jumping off the rail onto it. And then I went ahead and built the rail a whole bunch longer. Yeah, that's the original time we did it in the par parking lot of the shop that we had built the pegs. I just, same thing, we did it on an upward angle. And I just rode at it and kind of let my pegs hit it. And that's how I was like, oh, okay, we can do this. And then we took the pipe over to the yard and just put it on that pile of dirt and then i just rode over and tried to just like basically ride over next to it basically yeah just ride straight onto it so that's a that's a steel pipe yeah it's like cast iron okay it's pretty rough it's not very it wasn't very smooth yeah that, i thought that it was, it was a big wooden log the first yeah. time i watched the video i thought it was like a telephone pole or something i was like that's yeah so yeah <laughs> <laughs> no it's like a it's like a four inch cast iron pipe like that's um that's a p place in lynnhurst uh the the guy still has a track his kids ride on it but if you watch like our first video uh, that we put out there was a lot of stuff there uh, we wrecked cars and he had some big uh like 90 foot dirt tabletops there and stuff none of it's there anymore just a tiny motocross track it's very sad awesome um, but yeah keith you were just talking about making the the ramp kind of the same level as the rail 
Um, to yeah. Get so, it. so, yeah. So the way that I, the way that I, I designed my ramp was, um, I believe my rail is just a little over two feet. Well, actually, it's it's it, um, from ground level. It's I think I believe it's two feet. Um, and then the rail or the ramp, the top of the ramp is sixteen inches. And um, when you ride up it, um, this is for my undermount pegs. Um, I, that's kind of what I designed the, the, the heights and stuff for. Um, is so if you ride up to the very top of the ramp and you set your tire up on it, the peg will be right at the, the edge of, you know, where you can slide it over to grind. So if worse comes to worse, which is I should have just done this to begin with, just set the ramp right up next to it and just rode off of it slow because there was really no way to, to clip anything on it. Um, mm -hmm. So that's the way I did it. I, I, I think your, your ramp is, or the, some of the ramps you've used are a lot smaller to where you actually have to get up past it, like where you could clip, clip the pegs on it. Yeah. So you were talking about your ramp is your, my rail is also two feet tall. Um, that flat bar that I have and my, with the axle mount pegs, my pegs are just about exactly a foot off the ground when the bike is just sitting. And so my ramp is 14 inches tall. Okay. So you don't need to jump a lot to get the pegs just perfectly right. onto the rail. And you're also not jumping too high because when you jump, if you jump really high and then land on the rail, it throws you, it wants to throw you off super easy. Right. Yeah. Um, but that's what I found out was the easiest. The, one of the first ramps I made, it was, uh, it was still, I think it was 16 inches tall, but it was only like two feet long. So it wanted, it was really like wanted to buck you. And the one I have so, now is so 14 did, inches tall and three feet long. So it's a, a lot smoother. So how, how did the whole grind thing come about for, for you? Because from what, from what I've read, you, you didn't know anyone had ever done this or tried this before. And then you posted this video mm -hmm. of, of you doing this rail, which, which I thought was one of the coolest ones because you have the rail downwards and your ramp looked really steep and you were jumping up to it. Yep. And so how did, how did all that come about? So the, where it all started for me was Colby Raja's 2020 real moto where he frame grinded that 18 stair in uh, San Diego. And I think it was either in the X games broadcast or maybe in the extended cut that he put on YouTube, but somewhere I remember him saying like, I just wanted to get on a handrail on a dirt bike in any way that I could. And I was like, well, dude, it sounds like we should put some pegs on a dirt bike. And I didn't really have any like way to do anything about it because I didn't even own a, a dirt bike at that time. I had like a XR70 and that was it. And I didn't really do anything. And then uh, the end of 2021, it kind of came back into my mind and I bought my Husqvarna. I just went to the dealership, bought a bike. I had saved up a bunch of money and then made the, uh, made the pegs for it. And then didn't even do a grind for like two months after I had made the pegs because I... <laughs> I had to, I had to make a rail. I was trying to find one. I was, uh, I was in California at that point. Um, and I was looking at all the skate parks that were around where I was at. None of them had a good rail to try it on. And I couldn't find a street spot that would looked easy enough. Um, which is when I made that rail. And like you were talking about, for some reason, I decided to make it a three foot tall down rail instead of making a nice mellow flat bar for the first one. <laughs> Um, and then I wound up, I hit it first try after I jumped next to it, like probably 200 times, just hitting the kicker right next to the rail. Which I feel um, like is more dangerous in case you clip it. 
Yeah, yeah, it was catching like, the uprights is the worst. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's kind of so, funny. I so, hit it. Oh, oh I was gonna, I was gonna say I hit it. Um, I hit it the first time, which is that video that's on the first video on my Instagram. Um, and I was like, too much adrenaline to try it again. The next day, I went back and hit the uprights crashed and the rail wasn't secured to the ground so the rail like flipped up into the air and landed on top of me oh my god and was all bent up um and so then i didn't do a grind on that rail again i just once i got to southern california i found a couple of spots street spots to uh to grind at nice um before i linked up with colby so so back to the the uh, clipping the uprights is the worst thing jesse jesse has a has has some type of a solution for it, and I I have a different solution. So let's see let's Plywood. see what, what uh, yours is, Jesse. Yeah, yeah. So the first time I've broken a few sets of pegs, um, I've broken two like two sets of pegs from hitting the uprights, and then one of them from crashing. And the day I crashed, the dirt was really soft, and so the peg stuck into the dirt and broke off that way. Um, and so what I figured is if and my peg broke clean off. I mean, the peg broke, just sheared straight off of the axle. And so when that happened, I figured, well, if it's going to break, regardless, I might as well make it break on purpose if you crash. Mm-hmm. So I have a shoulder machined into the end of my peg. And then the hub guard bolts through the axle and the peg bolts to the hub guard. And so if you hit like clip the upright or crash and the bike tips over and the peg gets caught on the ground and all the leverage on the end of the peg will rip the peg off. It'll break the bolt. And then you just unscrew the broken part of the bolt from the hub guard and put a new bolt in there. But when you land on the rail, because of the shoulder I have machined into the end of the peg, it doesn't break from that because there's no load on the bolt in that direction. Got it. Awesome. Yeah. I. So now the, the the shoulder that you have machined is it is it actually machined into into the the sides of the bolt or the vertical parts of the bolt or where is it actually machined into? So there's like a part. It's machined into the end of the peg and into the hub guard. So the hub guard is like the female side, and then the peg is like the male side, and it fits together. Okay. So that when the when the bike is on the rail, all of the load from you grinding is on that shoulder joint instead of being okay. on the bolt that holds it together. Um, and I haven't broken one yet. I, there's a lot of experimentation I have to do with. I could go up a size in bolt. I've used different grades of bolts. Right now I'm using a grade five. It could go up to grade eight if it you know, winds up breaking or if I'm trying to air onto a rail and it winds up not being strong enough um, or go to a larger size bolt. But I've been pretty happy with it so far. I've clipped the uprights a couple of times and it broke off easy and I didn't crash. Um, wow. And so that's been working pretty well. That would have been nice. I had crashed doing a double grab. My I smashed my thigh. It was like three inches bigger than the other thigh. And it was all black and blue. And I, we had already bought all the tickets to fly my camera guy out to film the 40-foot rail. So I just wrapped like a ace bandage around my leg. And I kept like four times 
I missed the uh, thing and caught the uprights and just the handlebar just smashed me in that thigh. <laughs> it, oh, you caught, caught with the front peg. Yeah. And just was like, boom, into the thigh. And I did that a couple of times. And then finally I fell the one time and I just laid there and I was like, I hope you got it because I can't do anymore. And, and that video, does that exist? Uh, yeah, that's the second time. That's the 40 foot um, pipe for m80 uh is when all that happened i had i don't remember when we filmed now i crashed on like thanksgiving or something or like the day before thanksgiving or something uh and then we had to do that in um december i think but that is if i'll, I'll find i'll look and see have you found both segments because there's the original one when i go to the park and then i do a, a segment for m80 the following year where i did the 40 foot rail the only one I've seen was the one that I thought was a telephone pole. Yeah. The one that, that we've yeah. seen here. And then the first time I saw the one where you were doing it in the rain was right here. Those are the only two that I've seen. Okay. So, yeah, that's the first. I did. I had two segments on M80. They were a year apart because we did, or whatever, a season okay. apart. Um, so, we did the, that was the initial one that we just watched. And then, yeah, we did a second one where I went for a longer rail. So, I did, like, uh, we built pegs that went under um and i built a 40 foot long rail and i did that for the show that season so i'll i'll now look the, for it not right now the, the on those um those pictures that were posted to um the the freestyle mtx forum there was your bike and then i, I think it was brody wilson's bike also Pro, i think um, so but I don't, i'm not sure he actually ever oh, that was gonna be my question did he ever grind i don't think so I okay. think we had just built, um, the dude Drew, uh, from, he's like up around Chicago area. He's a machinist and, um, he basically was interested in helping me with the project. And I told them, I'm like, I'm basically just doing this so we can get on segments on TV. <laughs> but, uh, so he helped me. I told him my whole plans as far as everything we've talked about already about trying to move my grind point in so that it was easier. I thought it would be easier than it actually was still once I moved him in. But, uh, so he helped me with all of that, the machining and did it on AutoCAD and everything. Um, so I think he was trying to sell them as well. Uh, so that's why I think there's even some Honda ones made, you know, just so that they were available to sell or maybe we were just, uh, testing them on there to see if they would fit there as well i honestly i vaguely remember i do remember the graphics i think i had the second time weren't they plaid graphics even brody's bike red and black like plaid uh, i'm not sure i because i do vaguely re can like envision one of those bikes with them on but i honestly do not even remember putting them on a honda yeah yeah, I remember that 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 guy's company because it, it it was it was like etched into to some of it. Uh, the, I, he, I had found that online, like probably in like it was like 2012 or 15 something, and I I had sent him a, a message asking or that company asking about that, and they yeah. they never replied back. Because yeah. I, I was I was curious about like how those things mounted up and all that. He's in a band now. He's not worried about grind pegs. <laughs> Moto grind. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's all Jack now and in a band. So, nice. sorry about okay. your luck, Keith. You're gonna have to do it yeah. yourself. Yeah, my, so. Oh no, I, I'm all good now. But um, 
Yeah, so the way it came about for me was um, I had seen, like, I don't know when that was, 01 or whatever, when 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 it, it was on Mike Metzger's bike. I had seen, I don't, I think it was on some type of show, like Blue Torch TV or something like that, where he was grinding, he was grinding pit bikes on that box he had. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and then at some point... Um, I think I had seen a picture of the pigs, but I never saw him actually grind. And then the net, and that that's what first started getting me thinking about it because I was riding BMX bikes at that time and grinding. And I was like, and, and I was riding dirt bikes. Um, so I was like, I was like, man, I, I want to do this. And then, and then I saw those pictures of, of yours and Brody Wilson's, but I had never seen the video. So from that point I was thinking like, so people have made them, but I don't think they've ever done it. And then all the way up until, so I, I've been thinking probably for about the past 15 years, like I, I bought, I, I, I was, I was going to do it. I bought a 125 to do it. Cause I was like, okay, it, it's lighter. It'll be, it'll, it'll be easier. And then my dad had some, some old well pipe I was going to use at that point. I didn't even know how to grind or I, I'm not, I'm sorry, not grind. I didn't know how to weld. So it was going to be like a giant disaster anyway. I didn't know how I was going to make these things. So I, I kind of gave up on it for a while and then I kind of just kept putting it off, putting it off. I was like, ah, oh, no one's done it. I'll, I'll, I can do other projects and wait. And then um, it came around to, yeah, it, it, it was it was Colby Raha um, on the, the that that real moto when he when he did the frame grind. I was like, I was like, oh man, he's gonna he's he he's definitely gonna make pegs pretty soon and grind. And then I was just like, I was like, okay. And then I got back on it, trying to design the way that I wanted to. And then I kind of gave up on it for a while. And then um, just recently, like six or seven months ago, once I started this, um, my neighbor had some some pipe at his house and asked me if if I wanted it. And I was like, like well, no. I was like, well, I did kind of want to grind my dirt bike. And I was like, I was like, ah, yeah, I, I don't know, maybe I'll take it. And then I, I I went online and I checked to see if anyone had grind had done any grinds. And then I found I found Jesse and and uh, Colby's video and i was like ah oh, someone's done it <laughs> so then i grabbed that pipe and then i made them and then that's 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 how i got into it but i've i've wanted to do this for so long and i've just been putting it off because i'm like no one's gonna do it no one's gonna do it and i didn't even think anyone had done it and then now i find that it's been done by multiple people how long have those other guys been doing it like you don't even know um, you guys are just like so so, so the one guy, Gil, um, yep. I just found that like two days ago and he had posted it like a year ago. Yep. And then the other guy that Jesse had sent, I think his name is like Purdy. It's like his, his Instagram is Purdy99 mm -hmm. and he, he's on a, a, a CRF and he grinds like a bench or something. That one was posted like 29 months ago. So that might have been even before Jesse and, and Colby did theirs. Yeah, I was kind of confused because Instagram doesn't show the date that stuff was posted. It's just so it's like right. seven weeks yeah. ago. Yeah, I, I was I was going based off of like the first comment I saw, and I took the weeks and turned it into months. So yeah. I just I'm playing it <clears throat> the Instagram thing now for everybody where he does the grind rail to nose wheelie. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. that's cool. Um, I like Pruitt. It. Is yep. that what it is? Yeah, Pruitt exactly. ninety nine. Yep. Yeah. Shout out to Pruitt ninety nine. Here we got Keith's. There you go. Is it a? You had the front wheel on, the back wheel, or the front tire on, back wheel on, and then you low side it. 
yeah, that's 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 the one Jesse has an experience with. What one's that? The the uh, feeble. Yeah, yeah, the feeble. I had a great time trying to feeble. I still haven't landed one. <laughs> you beat me to that. Um, that was in when I was in San Diego. I was I found this um like DIY skate spot that somebody had made in a drainage ditch. And I went there to practice a lot because there was nobody around and it wasn't really like a street spot. And I was grinding this little A-frame ledge, just double peg grinding it a whole bunch. And I was like, and part of what messed me up with that was the ramp I had was the same ramp that I did my first grind with, that super duper steep one. I just kept using that same one. But I got the idea to feeble it. And the first one I tried, I locked in perfect, but just kind of fell off the bike. And I was like, dude, I got this easy. And the second time I tried it, my front tire went over the side of the ledge, over the far side of the ledge. And I did a frame grind down the whole ledge, slipped out of the bottom and caught my ribs right on the end of the ledge, Ugh. which was no good. Um, sure and you can actually see in Keith's video, I think there's one where you did a feeble where the front tire went off the far side. Yeah. Yeah, it's the it's the I I think it's the very first one at, at the start of that video if you play it. Um it's it, from what it sounds like Jesse did the exact same thing that I did on there where what 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 I what I seem to um have seen is what happens um you can actually see it from the video from from close up on the rear. Um like the third yeah, one your frame your uh, front happens, tire goes over and your frame catches and flips you over. Right. Yeah, and that that's what that's what it seems like Jesse did, but on concrete, and then rails to the end of our um, ribs to the end of the 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 concrete. Um, I, I I was I was lucky that I shot off the I shot off the end of it because mine wasn't that long. Else I, I would have done the exact same thing. Um, but what in what ends up happening? So on on BMX bikes, a feeble, which is the front tire up on the ledge, the rear peg on that's that's the easiest one to do on a bmx bike and that was really the only thing that i had ever been able to do on a bmx bike i had tried double pegs and stuff and i, I just wasn't wasn't that good so i would i would feeble a lot and it, it's it's pretty easy on it on a, on a bmx bike so i was like i was like okay i'm gonna nail this first time like i mean pretty much all all the rest of the grinds i've done i come up to it and i always think i'm gonna crash every time because i don't know that's just the way it feels to me um and when I was when I was coming up to do the feeble, I was like, "Oh, I've done this so many times. I'm going to be a Mex bike. It'll be no problem." And that's what happened on the first one was when I crashed there, and I didn't know what happened. Um, and then after watching the video, um, the one from behind, you can see once you get on with the front tire, because the the front of the bike is up so high and the rear is down, the the front um, forks I don't think they compress right because of the angle of them. So it flexes the front forks out instead of compressing them. And for some reason, it do, when it when that happens, it it wants to um, steer the the wheel or the tire off the far end of the ledge, which is what happened to Jesse. And I didn't even know what was going on until I watched it back and uh, and saw that the one from behind. You can see right when I get on, the front tire kind of veers off, and then I pull it back. And that's what I that's what I found out you have to do is right when you hit you have to you have to pull the tire you have to pull the bars back towards the well the rail side on on my my case right so you towards to yourself split second right you have to pull it back for a split second 
and then you can ride it normally. But to it, stand it, your bike up probably, so that it's not. What's, what's that saying again? To stand your bike up so that your bike's not like leaned over. Like you get on and you pull it back to get it more vertical and then ride the wheel. Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, what I'm saying, uh, what I'm saying is, is it, it's just, it just has to do with the forks flexing when you, when you hit, when the front tire hits, um, the forks flex out and it, it just, it, it wants to yank the wheel off like it did on that first one. So right when you hit, you have to just pull, you have to pull back. You have to, well, not pull back. You have to pull towards the, that's like, what I mean, the to stand side. your bike up a little bit. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. not real sure. I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm not real sure what you're trying to. What you're. I, what you're getting. I think. At. I. I think I understand what you're Instead saying. Instead of leaning into the rail, you pull back a teeny bit so oh. that you're not like leaned in as hard, so your bike doesn't want to steer off left. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I. I just did it a few times. I. I. I haven't quite tried it like that. Um. Like what you're saying. A, a leaning different ways. But I don't know. That. That was. That was my experience. Anyway. You basically just want to steer away from the grind. Got it. I was thinking you were saying it was pulling on the bars, or you're just saying you're turning out a little. Yeah, turning. Yeah, turning. Got it. Turning. Yeah. I That's... was saying it wrong. Oh yeah, not like pulling on the bars to tilt the bike. That's what I thought it was like pulling like oh, kind of towards yeah. back towards him. You just no. meant like steer in a little bit to keep it right, on there. Yeah, because because right right when you hit it, it just it turns it turns the wheel. Yeah. Um, off of the grind so awesome well you guys got any uh what are your future plans for the grinds uh, really what i've been working on lately is the uh is the 110 pegs um because i just made that like a, a couple of weeks ago i just bought a 110 and then made some pegs for it so i'm still on the very first like prototype nice. um, but trying to get some pegs made for that that actually have like a legit hub guard and everything so you're not going to be rubbing tires. That's probably a, as far as people actually buying, like just random people buying pegs, you probably have a bigger market in something like that just because of the, one, it's not as scary as doing a big bike. <laughs> and two, the crossover between like BMX people and mini bikes. Mm -hmm. I feel like some people do also ride, uh, big bikes, but I feel like the majority of them have mini bikes. Um, yeah. so maybe that's a good crossover there because they might actually be able to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I even yeah. just like people might be more willing to try it on a pit bike. Rolling up to a rail on a, on a big bike is, is scary, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, also, I don't know if you guys have seen, um, Denim Cox on YouTube. He's done a lot of, he's done pit bike grinds. He's Denim? a BMX Denim Cox. <laughs> yeah, that's, this his, is his, uh, real... that's his name on Instagram. Okay, is that not his uh -huh. real name? I think he's, I don't think Denim is, is his real name, but uh, but anyways, he's a pro BMX rider and he made some pegs for his pit bike. I think that they're more like BMX style, that they just bolt on there and he doesn't really have like a hub guard mm -hmm. or anything like that. Because BMX guys don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but I've seen him, uh, I've seen him feeble and double peg. Stuff. He also hit the um, the Hollywood High 16 stair. Um, he frame grinded it on his pit bike. Oh yeah, I saw that. He did that like right around the same time Colby um, 
did his frame grind. Is that the same stairs or no? Different, you know, it's different oh, okay. stairs. Um, that was crazy to see a frame grinding a pit bike down a 16 stair. Yeah, that sounds like you're on there for quite a while. Yeah, he actually like <laughs> legit grinded like most of, he didn't have a, a kicker ramp, so he kind of just rode off. And like just pulled up onto it? Yeah, and pulled up onto the, because it's a super steep down rail, but I've seen him do that, and then also some double peg grinds and feeble grinds and stuff on his pit bike. I would say the gnarliest thing of that is coming off the end, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're kind of like sideways and trying to not just get high-sided right to your face. Definitely, yeah. Trying to straighten the bike out and not and yeah, not crash. Exactly. Um, I've only tried to frame grind a couple of times. I was talking to Jason Broski about it because I know he's done it um, a few times, and that's like the main thing is not getting sideways and trying to stay more yeah. more straight. So I actually did that uh, a long time ago too. We never filmed it. There was just a log on, next to our parking like area when we used to ride and I actually played around with that a lot and you're not going to believe this because I've wanted to do it for a while but the uh there's this stream right next to my house and a telephone pole got washed down and stopped right in my yard so I'm about to pull that thing out of the stream and send her on it that'd be awesome find, I love those, the find those pegs and go for it I'm not doing pegs I'm just gonna slide the thing Oh He's like, <laughs> I feel like that's sketchier than doing a peg grind. Um, when I did it before, it honestly it worked out better than I thought. It was also mm -hmm. it just happened to be a perfect log where all the bark and stuff was off. I imagine with this, you're probably gonna have to just wax the hell out of it or something, you know, and just make sure you have all the burrs out of it. My original idea was actually, and I had one, and I didn't get to pick it up like a 10 or 12 inch PVC pipe. Hmm. Cause That's interesting. then it'd be interesting to try to grind on something that was a lot larger of a diameter like that, like a telephone pole yeah. or just a log. Yeah. I think that, would, that would be quite a bit harder because the actual grind point where your, where your peg is hitting is say you have like a, like a, a six inch pipe. Your um, the your the grind point is going to be three inches yeah. right in the middle of it. So it's going to be further it's, away. It spaces it out even further. Yeah. Yeah, you have to really like throw your weight over it in order to not get thrown off. Keith, do you have any plans for your for your grind? Yeah. Pegs? So um, I have um, there's a couple videos that I have of this this tiny little rainbow rail that I built that wasn't very yep. good. I just made some cuts and. It's pretty, pretty, pretty jagged and not that great. Um, but that that showed me just doing a couple grinds on that. That that's a lot. It, it's a lot more fun, a lot easier than doing a flat rail. Um, so I have one in the plans that I'm going to make um, for the future, uh, probably in the next couple months here. Wait, is, you think the rainbow is easier than a flat rail? Um. Um. Yeah. Pretty. Because you're like or, jumping with it instead of yeah, being like. Right. So that's 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 what I'm going to do for my my uh, future rainbow rail. It's going to be I'm going to make it four feet high because I figure two feet I'm I'm kind of over it. So at, at four feet, there's no riding off of it. You're going to crash if you're yeah. if you're coming off. Um, but yeah, jumping up to it and then on the downside of the the rainbow, it's going to be like a flat downhill. So it it's going to kind of look like 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 a, a 
freestyle landing type of thing where like you go off of it and you land down the landing. Got it. But it's going to be like a landing for a rail. And if you come up short, you have the rainbow part of it. And you can do different stuff as you're going up it. Like you can, you can ice pick. Um, well, I'm yeah, sorry. You can, um, you can like do, you can, you can hit the nose, of the, the front peg on there, which is like a, what's that? Not an ice tooth, pick. It's a tooth pick. nose pick. Yeah. Tooth toothpick. Pick. You can you <laughs> do like a toothpick tooth to ice. an ice pick, which is the rear and different things like that, that you can't really do on a flat rail. Um, so I plan on doing that. And I want to crooked grind the whole thing. I've I've crooked grinded the that little um, rainbow rail, but it's so short you're barely on it for any any amount of time. So it's it's kind of lame. It kind of looks lame. So I kind of want to get a better shot of doing that of crooked grinding the whole thing, which is I don't know how long it's going to be. Maybe like twenty twenty five feet, something like that. Awesome. One thing I'd say real quick is you were talking about the rain. You think the rainbow rail will be easier? I've never done like a rainbow rail, but grinding a down rail is yeah. definitely way easier than doing a flat bar. Right. I think just for that reason of when you land on it, it's so much smoother, and it just kind of. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it it's a kind of kind of like 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 jumping a jump just to flat. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a lot more harsh than jumping and landing downhill because of gravity, you know. Yep. But it's worse because the uh, thing wants to fight you off. So the more that you're going in the same direction of it, the less you have to like fight over so that you don't yeah. come off of the rail. I would imagine. Less lean in, which make it easier. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. Um, thank you guys for coming on. Do you guys want to... What do you guys want to pump? Because I know you guys both make pegs, so... Website. So I'm actually not, I'm actually not making um I'm actually not making pegs to sell right uh, now. You're just making um, them for yourself. The, like the big bike pegs, yeah. I'm working on the pit bike pegs and we'll see where I go with that. You're like making all this breakaway um, stuff and you're like not even <laughs> try, <laughs> trying to sell it. Um yeah, so um yeah, so so mine I have the um on my my website distractionramps.com I have the production pegs um that are in that were in that video that we yeah. watched um those I have a few in stock right now so and then I'm probably going to switch to a different design after those sell uh if they ever sell and then I also have DIY plans for the undermount and for um the well for the one rail design that I have right now with the ramp and all that kind of setup nice well now you know everybody head over to destruction ramps and pick some of those pegs up there you go get pegs yeah. if you can find some old innovate concepts ones let me know <laughs> <laughs> um all right guys thank you guys for coming on and it's been uh actually a lot of fun just uh comparing notes on the peg grind because this is the only time i've ever gotten to have a conversation like this with anybody else <laughs> everybody else just stared at me like what are you talking about so same <laughs> man this is really cool thanks for having us on here too yeah and as oh, you guys you. let me know and you guys can come back on especially once you get your rainbow rail done or uh you know if you do some more stuff with the mini um let me know and we'll get you guys back on and uh like i said just thank you guys and thanks everybody for watching and uh we will see you soon <laughs>